So how so how much danger am I in with the buns out? Uh, I got two things we need to discuss for sure. <laughs> You're not in terrible danger, but got two things I need to bring to the table here. All right. Uh, Started from there. Go. <laughs> Go. Welcome. Welcome to the No Name Yet podcast. That is the podcast with no name. And on tonight's show is the podcaster of all podcasters, the man that would rather make love to Pete Snapple than a woman. That is so not true. Ready! That is untrue, and I can't believe you would start your show with something that risque by saying something like that. You cannot start your show with something that is not gritty knows best. Now, let me just take this over right off the bat because I got some. Well, that's I why to... I wanted you to do the intro. So because, because you want to talk you about were me having take sex. The show over. No, no, you can't talk about sex on your show. I, I just came up with that at the last we, minute after our. So we start the show about talking about having sex. Snapple. What? We start the show talking about having sex on this one, and then last time it just broke down. To all kind of talking about having sex with somebody with monkey pox. You can't be talking about this on your show. This is a family show. Well, you're right. You're right. So after today, you need to chill. This is going to, we're cleaning it up. <laughs> we're cleaning it up after today. And if I got to say, it, you know, something's wrong now. Okay. All right. Number one. There, I have been counting. I haven't counted, but I'm going to start counting every time. You call me or every time we have a conversation, you ask me the same question every time. When or you either say, when is the game show coming out or did the game show come out and come out? And every time I tell you it's not coming out for like two months and then sometimes I give you the exact date and you just continue to ask me every time. So number one, for, so everybody knows because I was doing this schedule today and editing everything. Okay. The game show is coming out. Pastor already knew this. September 26th or 3rd. Wait. It's the 3rd, I think. Yeah, September 23rd is coming out. Number two, I watched the last episode, a piece of the last episode, and you were giving away spoilers from the game show that didn't even come out yet, <laughs> and it won't be out for two months. That is highly inappropriate. We are a big organization. We are a big gritty knows best is a major entertainment organization. Oh, and that is frowned upon again. That we're not going to sue you, but it's just, you know, it just doesn't look good in the industry. People won't, you know, people won't work with somebody who's just leaking information like that. You know, it's very inappropriate. It's very unprofessional to leak information on a project that is way far in advance. So when, know, when is the game show again? I think September 23rd. Let me let me just make sure. But I believe because it's the it's the it's the Friday before we come back. So, yeah, it will be September 23rd. So it doesn't come out for two months, about a month. And you're leaking information. You're giving out scores and all this stuff. We were trying to keep it on the hush hush. All we did was say that there's going to be a game show. (laughs) And you're basically telling everybody how it wound up and giving everybody the questions. I thought it already happened. How could you think it already happened when you've asked me at least at least three times 
if the game show came out. Every time I go, no, it's coming out in September. It's coming out in September because I keep I, for those of you that don't know, we're, my show is going on break for a month and a half, but we're going to be uploading on YouTube every week, oh, more than once a week for that month and a half. So the podcast feed will be pretty dry. We maybe we'll probably upload one or two things on there, but the YouTube feed will still be, we'll still have content coming out on it. But we saved the game show for last because that's like one of the best things we got. Like that's okay. like, that's like one of our favorites. So that's going to be the finale. We're starting off with Justin's with the vlog where we went to pick up Justin's dogs. And then we got some other fun stuff in between, but that's good. The game shows the finale. It was so much fun. So, you know, it's just very unprofessional to be leaking information. We're a big organization, many moving parts. You did not, I, I didn't get any emails. I didn't know. I don't know anybody else in the organization that got any emails to request clearance for <laughs> request clearance to leak any information. Well, all right. My bad. Number two. Oh, you're I gonna be jealous. Was, I'm gonna be jealous. What? You thought there was what? I thought there was already two things. No, no, that was that was two things in one thing. That was okay. two parts of one thing. Now here's another thing. All right. You're gonna be jealous because on vacation, I also went on vacation. You're gonna talk about your vacation. I did some I Justin is now added to the club of men who I have slept in the same bed with. So I thought you would love to know that information because there was a big uproar about everybody. It was a two of us were supposed to sleep in the bed in Ithaca and me and Mo went crazy. We were like, that's definitely not going to happen. And you were very persistent that there is nothing wrong with it. And we were, we were saying that there's a lot wrong with, you know, two guys sleeping in the same bed, but this is a perfect example of, somebody that I would sleep in the same bed with is Justin. I've known him for like 11, 12 years right now. And I know that, you know, he's not going to be trying to do anything crazy. And it's going to be, it's going to be, a, a, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to be on the same side of the bed. It was a fun time. It was going to be on the separate sides of the bed. I didn't mean to say fun time. You had a fun time. Be on separate time. No, you, you'll, there's actually something I got to add to this. We were on separate sides <laughs> of the bed. I almost said same sides of the bed and nothing was touching. Okay. Okay. So we can trust did each you, other. Did you have a barrier in between? No, because we don't. We don't need that. We distrust. We know nobody's gonna be rolling over and you know touching anybody. So I just thought you should know that that club has had a new addition to it, because I know that you wanted to be the addition to either me or Mo's club, and it just can't happen. The applications, you know, you got it. Got to be at least like ten years. Okay. Well. Um... It's not that I wanted to join your club. <laughs> really? It was that I didn't think that it was an issue. Yeah. It was yeah. a major issue. Like somebody was going to sleep on one side of the king size bed and and I was going to sleep on the other and that there would have been no um, problem. No, it's a big problem. But I, I, I'm, I'm not jealous. Uh, did you get a good night's sleep? Uh, No, but here's the thing. I did wake up three hours later because I only got three hours sleep. And I guess maybe I can't trust Justin because I woke up and his hand is resting on my leg. And I wake up like, what the hell is this? I shake him off and I'm like, uh-uh, I get up and I start my day after that. I said, this boy is bugging. What the? Now, I tell him about it today. He heard about it when I talked about it on my show this week, and he's vehemently, I didn't do that. I didn't touch you while you were sleeping. And I'm like, How? you don't even, he don't even remember what happened yesterday, let alone a week ago. 
So how the hell is he going to know? Well, I just want to point out that that wouldn't have happened if, if it was me. I'm just saying I, I even trust him enough to know that that was a mistake. That was it was a mistake. He wasn't trying to make advances on me. It was an innocent mistake, but I did shake him off. I, I think I woke you, up. You sound like you're in denial. I'm not in denial. Justin would never do anything like that. Okay. On purpose. But, you know, he's only the third man I've slept in the same bed with. Okay. And I think it should stay that way. I mean, I don't know. Are you, don't are you proud other... of it? You sound you sound proud of it. I'm not proud, but I'm just saying, like, you have slept in the bed with, like, probably so many guys. It's just interesting. It's just odd. <laughs> it's just uh, odd to me that a man would sleep in the bed with, like, numerous men. It, no, that's that's not the way that's not the way things have happened. <laughs> We've gone on road trips and maybe three someone or four gets times. the bed, someone gets the floor, the tub, whatever you want. You know, you gotta really know somebody to sleep. When I was in college, people would be all over the place sleeping. Not in the same bed? In the same bed, on the all floor, over the place next is to different. each other. Yeah, in the floor, that's fine. Yeah. Couch, you know what I mean. So I just thought you'd like to know that information that it occurred. All right. Well, congratulations. I'm I'm happy for you. Congratulate and Justin. Justin. I'll buy you both a, a gift for your wedding. <laughs> can't man. I can't. We'd never be able to get married. We're already married. What What am I saying? We're already basically married. Just yeah. <laughs> we already act like a married couple. So that's what you got. Uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah. For now. So I sent you a picture the other day of, uh, four eggs in a carton. It's ridiculous on, yeah. on my vacation. I think on your vacation. Yeah. I was on vacation. He sent me a stupid picture of his freaking carton with four eggs in it, in the middle of the car, which should never happen. Another thing that is mine is, is mind blowing. You know, you don't, so you don't think that two guys sleeping in the same bed is, is wild, but the egg thing is, Whatever. That's just cool. The, the egg thing is just so benign. I, I, I can't believe it's an issue for you. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Because you know that things need to be aesthetically pleasing. And that is not aesthetically pleasing. At that all. is aesthetically pleasing. They're, no. they're right in the center of the carton. Yeah. Well, maybe for some people that, it, it, it takes so long for it to Shout get Shout out way. to Cemetery Girl. The Carton now in, you're in, in cahoots in with her. Balance. Oh, let me let's not even get started with that. Now you're in cahoots with Cemetery Girl. Please, please. All right. So you went on vacation. Anything you'd like to share from your vacation? Um, uh, nothing really that interesting except me just sleeping in the same bed, and we got his dogs, which was a lot of fun. We spent nine hours in the car. Going back and forth, getting the dogs. He got two mini huskies. I spent two weeks in the city going here. I was in almost every borough except the Bronx. I ate a lot of good food, saw a lot of great, great people, and had a great time. Oh, you nice. can listen to my podcast if you want to hear the full story of the well, pretty as much of the story as I could tell on the podcast. Okay. I went to the Harry Potter store. It was a fun time. I, Got kicked out of a little bookstore in there because apparently there was a thousand dollars worth of merchandise in there that I could have destroyed by <laughs> drinking a freaking drink, by drinking butterbeer in there. And I got my aura red for the first time. Never did that. 
Does you have a pic? I have a picture of my aura right here. So what was that like? Getting your aura red? Oh, well, it was fun. I never, I never did that before. I didn't even know it was like a thing. But I expected my your aura to be like one color around you. Mm-hmm. But the way this worked, it was like multiple colors. Okay. And she just read like a bunch of stuff about me from the colors. You can hear all that on the show of like the in-depth review of my aura. But I thought it was basically like, oh, you're a good guy. You're a bad guy type mm-hmm. deal. But it was more a lot more than that. It was like very in very in-depth about things about you. Do you feel that it was it was, ac- it was pretty, accurate. pretty accurate? I was surprised because I was yeah. going in there like, oh, yeah, right. Whatever. She's just going to be like, oh, it's green, which means, you know, you're cool or it's orange just means you suck i didn't know it was gonna be like oh this this it was pretty accurate she did she didn't say things like and do like a big build-up like oh i see i see i see uh, no, no, have, it was like straight up you, you have a family no it wasn't like that it oh was, yeah 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 i got a family it was uh, not that it was not that uh cookie cutter yeah. that's why i oh, thought it was can, gonna be i can see uh, you breathe air oh yeah no, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, that yeah, breathe air it was pretty on the nose actually. okay <laughs> right. it was pretty on the nose surprising okay. actually so that's all i really had to share all right this is your vacation show uh yes and uh, the background today, the normal no name yet, but Napa background Valley. is not there. This is, uh, no, this is Lake George. Same thing. Silver Bay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't feel like I fit in my tile anymore. What are you saying? I don't know. I don't know if the, the, the camera resolution changed, but. You don't fit? No, I just. Am, am I that am I that fat that I don't fit in my Zoom tile what are you anymore? Talking about? <laughs> have you lost your mind? I mean, I mean look at you. Look you at have you. body dysmorphia. You, you have you have you have shoulders. You've got your head. You got a little. Space Where are your shoulders? Your shoulders are right there. And I'm and, looking at and your shoulders me, right now. I, it's just a head. You're probably mad close. It's just a head. My I camera's pushed back. A lot of times, right. a lot of times, my camera's all the way in front and like it's more zoomed in. All right. Well, maybe like that's you. It. If you look at the last episode of my show, I'm not this far back. Okay. Look, you can see your shoulders. You can see your microphone. Yeah, I've been struggling with uh, I've been struggling with uh, the weight that I have on at this point in my life. Maybe you need to get a treadmill like Justin and put it in your studio downstairs. You're probably right. Or a bike. I got to attack this thing. I don't like being this heavy. You need to, yeah, attack it. Attack it the way I've been attacking eating. I've been eating that well for like two years, and I've attacked it. Okay. I've been eating more. Yeah, I keep catching my profile when I go in and out of patient rooms. And you're scaring yourself? I'm scaring myself and saying, would I talk to that fat guy? What's wrong with you? You're saying that you're fat phobic? No, no, I just, I don't know. I'm not fat phobic. Of course you'd talk to a fat guy. Just because he's fat. Nothing wrong with being fat. I'm at me, you know. Right. Now, would you sleep in the bed with that fat guy? Should be your question. Is it a king-size bed? Uh, Maybe, yeah. It's a king-size bed. I'll sleep on one end. You can sleep on the other. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
since, since since we do we do have to we do have to maintain a level of uh decorum i can't Louis, uh, your show's been breaking down for the last two I weeks i don't know I, I can't let it break down completely but uh you know the, the comedian andrew schultz has a, a perspective on this very situation getting fat no sleep two guys sleeping in the same what bed. does he say about it he, you know, he was going to sleep in the, uh, the, the same bed and the other guy, the guy was protesting until they put up a barrier right between the two of them, like a, this yeah. anti-gay barrier. And Andrew Schultz says, well, here, here's an idea. How about you just not bleep me? Just let's have that packed right now. <laughs> and it's also not about that. It's just kind of odd. It just feels weird. It's just a feeling of sleeping in the bed with another man. It's just an odd feeling. It's not really about like also you worrying about the guy banging you because obviously you know the guy well enough. You know the guy's not going to try to make any advances on you. But it just feels weird to sleep in the bed with another man. For me. I don't know. This whole situation I know that is I have a to matter of privilege. So long. And, then, and even when Justin touched him, oh, get, like, get off me. What the hell? Yeah. I don't know. It's really a matter of, of privilege. Is it a matter of privilege? Because I've slept on many floors. No problemo. You can have the bed. Take the bed. I slept on Stephanie and Dre's floor my last day of the vacation. Zero problem. They had a nice rug, got a pillow, blanket. You're done. There's a lot of people in the world that got to share one bed. Like who? I don't know. People in other countries. They don't... Other guys? The whole family sometimes sleep in one bed. Oh, well, I'd be on the floor, probably. He's <laughs> sleeping next to like 50 people. <laughs> the hell? I'm all that. Okay. All right. It's just so the feeling t- you get. You don't understand. I don't know how you don't get this feeling. You don't get the feeling like, kind of like, ugh. No, because like if, like if you're on a trip, you just do what you do. Yeah, My I, dad... I Eddie Donnelly, Justin, three guys. And it, even then it's like, all right, head to feet, you know, go over there. Let's make this you know, like a business transaction. Just let's make this, let's make this quick. Just go to bed. We don't want to think about this too much. It's just, it's, you don't want to do it. Uh, all right. I, I'm tired of talking. And I about feel it. like maybe even it's older generations are more used to it. I feel like younger, a little like people my age and a little bit older are more trepidatious about this. I feel like people your age do have done this way more often. Yeah, probably. And they don't and they don't care about it. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't. I, I mean, it just wasn't a hang up about it. Right. What What does that say about about my generation? Privilege. No, that is not what entitlement. It that's not what it says. It's <laughs> not what it says. Oh my god. So anyway, why don't we move off of this and we'll talk about my vacation? Let's do that. All right. So um I went to my vacation started by going to Silver Bay, which is uh in the uh narrows of Lake George. 
and the uh, Silver Bay Resort is owned by the YMCA. And it is uh, a wonderful place with uh, several different uh, houses people can sleep in. We stayed in the inn, um, a, build, a building that was uh, built in uh, 1908. And uh, it was right on the water. Uh, there was all kind of sports to do. There was a labyrinth to walk. There's a, was it like a witch place. No, I have a picture of the labyrinth. Uh, like, a, like a place where witches hang out. No, it's a spiritual exercise, which I highly recommend. It's a spiritual exercise. Yeah. You Let meditate me... in there. Yeah. You walk the labyrinth while you meditate. And, and what? Uh, how did you feel about that? Oh, I, I, I love walking labyrinths. You meditated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you came out of there feeling how? Refreshed? I came out there feeling a lot more relaxed and that um, the thing that I reflect, or the thing that was revealed to me in the labyrinth is that uh, nothing, nothing is that big of a deal. So let me ask you this. Since you had that great experience in the labyrinth why don't you meditate every day um i think i'm getting there i'm taking time out to uh connect with god relax my body yeah get some clarity on tough situations that i know i'm going into or potentially going into and uh I did that before meeting a family today whose family member is likely to die soon. And uh, there was uh, some that I feel that uh, God revealed something to me that I hadn't considered, which helped me go in there with more confidence. Interesting. During your meditation. That was an excellent place to place that burp. It'd be like that. Um, he revealed it to you during your meditation, you're saying? Yes. Good. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you think you should, you're going to do it every day? Yes, I, I think I am. That's good. I'm back on meditation. I haven't done it in a few months. Okay. But I started right before, like maybe two weeks ago. And I started back because I haven't done it in so long. I started back. I put my time back now, like to like, like six, five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when I first, first started. Because I did it for years for like years consistently straight. And I would, I went, I made it to like an hour and then I just got like burnt out on meditation. It's a whole long story, but then I'm back now. And it's just a total difference. Well, you talked about that on the first episode that you yeah, came out like a massive no name panic yet. attack. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. The whole, whole thing that, yeah, I remember talking about that. I think that was episode number two. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Now we're on 60, 61 or something. Yeah. So now I'm back and I try to do it every morning. Sometimes I forget, but I always get it in. And it's just a total difference. It's amazing. If you don't meditate, you got to try it with music, without music, but you got to do it. It's great. It's a refresher. You can commence. Okay. Thank you so much. You, yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, opening the uh, picture uh, of the labyrinth. So there's the labyrinth. It's outside? 
It's outside. Yeah. It was like a cave. No, it's outside. And, uh, you know, they had the wood chips down and the labyrinth was defined by the bricks. And, uh, you know, you, you work your way to the center and then you, you know, go back out uh, the same way you came in. It's not like a maze. There's one way in and one way out in a labyrinth, in most labyrinths. And uh, it's, it's and especially on a labyrinth that big. Um, I, I, I my mind went in a direction I didn't completely anticipate it going into, and uh, it just helped me work through a lot of tension and anxiety. And then uh, what what uh, literature says that on the way out is a, a, a like a release. And I didn't quite feel that in this situation because this labyrinth was so big, but I have, mm. I have felt a sense of relief uh, in other labyrinths that were smaller. Oh, you've done this before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm pretty fascinated with it. And the thing that I find the most fascinating uh, is that uh that uh, it's it's an it's an ancient practice. I mean, it goes back, you know, a couple thousand, if not longer, years. They find these ancient labyrinths. So people have been doing this for a long time, which says to me, somebody figured out early on that this was a good way to to meditate, to get in touch with whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, um, there's a website, uh, I think it's called Labyrinth Finder, and you can um, find out, you know, find labyrinths in your area, or like if you're traveling, you can, um, you know, it might say that there's a labyrinth in this, in this public park, or it might say that uh, the O'Neill family on uh, County Route 122 has a labyrinth in their yard. They just ask that you knock on the door and let them know you're there and you can wow. walk the labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like cool. that. cool. Yeah. So, and uh, actually at the church, uh, I've always wanted to, well, I'd like to have one in the, in the side yard open to the public. Right. right. I mean, something along the lines of the one that I walked, the size of that would be great. But there's a, a, a labyrinth pattern that was uh, fashioned uh, in South Africa during uh, the time of reconciliation after apartheid. And two people walked the labyrinth at the same time. And I think their paths cross, but they're not on the same path until you come out the end and they come out the same entrance together or exit together. Okay. So it was a way of representing people coming together, which I thought was a great idea. And I thought that might be a good pattern to put down at the church. Right. So, um, yeah, that was, I really, I really enjoyed that. And, and I was so satisfied that the, um, the labyrinth was, was as big as it was. Cause that was the first time I've, 
been on a labyrinth that big. Nice. And, uh, you know, it was really interesting because Tony and uh, Angie and I were all walking it. You know, one would go in and we'd wait a, a minute or so, and then we would go in. And like at certain times you would pass them, you know, because they were on, you know, an inner track, you know, a track mm-hmm. that went alongside of yours. And that, that was an interesting dynamic, too. Was it? Yeah. Because? Just because, uh, you know, you're, you're acknowledging your presence, but you're trying to stay focused on what you're doing. And in, actu- in actuality, like their, their presence kind of worked their way into what, I, what was going through my mind. You did it? And, and how I interacted with, with both of them. You know, and actually came away with a lot of gratitude uh, for knowing them. For them. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it was that, yeah, that was a good experience. And that, that was, uh, you know, only part of our time in Silver Bay. Um, I went on a hike with Tony. Oh, how was that? Nobody went missing, right? Nobody went missing. Thank God. Um, Angie turned around and thank goodness she did. Because the beginning was pretty steep, but there were some pretty steep climbs. Oh, so she, she bailed. She bailed. Yep. I'd be with her. And uh, so I really, I really came in touch with how out of shape I am. Oh boy, um, it was. I, it took a lot out of me. Gonna have to get that treadmill. Yep, um, I'm aging. I'm heavy, and uh, you know, I want to be able to go on a hike when I want to. Right. Um. You know, it was great being you know, like in in the woods, um, and uh, you know the. I was talking to somebody afterwards, and she was saying, "You know, those maps that they do for the trails are really deceiving, aren't they?" I'm like, "Oh, like it makes it look less treacherous." Well, the, the thing about it is, is the the legend was in feet, right? So. Instead of being like miles, it was feet. So, like the legend was in total five thousand feet. So I'm like, okay, well, one thousand feet or five thousand feet is is less than a mile. So this really, this trail really isn't that long. Uh huh. But what I didn't take into account was oh boy the windiness. That so, took you out. Or up or and wind, down. winding, yeah, uh-huh. we're winding, so yeah. it's not a straight line, yeah, <laughs> you know. So it was probably, you know, closer to two to three miles that we hiked. Oh, and then you got to hike it back. Well, we Tony was with me. I'm like, let's take this other trail and just walk the road back. Uh huh. You bailed on the tra- on the trail. No, we. What Tony wanted to do was to see the waterfall. Uh-huh. Um, about halfway there, I was thinking, I don't care about this waterfall whatsoever. So now <laughs> you can sympathize with how I felt <laughs> a few months ago. You said, well, forget this waterfall. All right, I, I can sympathize with you a little, but <laughs> that walk to the waterfall that you saw was was way yours. Yours was worse. Was a speck compared to what we did. Um, but anyway, uh, 
So you didn't get to see it. Oh yeah, I saw the waterfall, okay. and I I do I think I I uh, downloaded a video of the waterfall. So, uh, uh, you know, so I you know we kept hearing waterfall, 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 and um, and hold on a second, it makes people want to pee saying that too many times. Waterfall, waterfall, waterfall. So where that is, see where the water's falling? Yeah. That 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 that's maybe like uh, five feet five inches. Okay. And, that's uh, what you hiked to go see? Yes. The one we saw was way bigger than that. I know this was that kinda... is I guess you can call it a waterfall, but that's it was... a short fall. It was kind of anticlimactic. Very anticlimactic. <laughs> Roddy is going to love that. Oh, man. Let me tell you this. If that was the waterfall that we had to see when we went to Ithaca the first you time, mur- you would have murdered me. I would have drowned you. <laughs> me and Mo. Mo thought we were at McDonald's. That is like something you see in somebody's backyard. Yeah. I know John Cena has a waterfall in his backyard way bigger than that. He has like a waterfall pool. Wow. So it's it's the journey that counts, not the destination. That's what they say. But every time I hear that, I go, is that true? Because (laughs) I want to get some places and, you know, some of the journeys ain't that great. So I mean, it, it was refreshing, you know. Just you know, put our hands in it, wiped our faces. Um, the waterfall at this church that I go to in the Bronx, uh huh, with holy water, bigger than that, and wow. it's way cool. You can get holy water. You could fill it up with bottles of. It. Is that what you guys did? Like you, did you like fill bottles with the water or something? No, but actually. Um, is it blessed? Holy water. Now that would that would actually be a good place to get holy water. Because who's blessing it. Uh, somebody who is ordained can right. bless it. Uh, because holy water is supposed to be living water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be from a like a running stream or river or right. Um, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a concept from like uh, uh, like ancient Israel. Okay. That living water was water from uh, like a stream or a river. And, uh, and then there's language that uh, Jesus uses living water. Like he is the living water. But in that culture, um, like if it was a, like a pond that didn't move, that would I guess that would be considered living water. It'd have to be running, right? So that's uh, generally where holy water would come from is some kind of living water source. Running water, yeah. So you know, and and below this um, waterfall, there was all these pools, which which were really cool. But you can't swim in them. You could. Oh, you could. Okay. 
Yeah, it's not that deep. You might be able to like sit down. But you're allowed to? There's nothing that says you can't. Okay. Like when we went to Ithaca and the lady fell right in front of everybody. That was right. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, bang. Oh, that was classic. So uh, we, we were really enjoying ourselves. And oh, um, until. Until the Lutherans came. I knew something was bad was about to happen. <laughs> you never say we were enjoying ourselves unless something's bad is coming. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, hundreds of Lutherans befell on the resort. What do they do? Well, like Dementors? Well, apparently, um, that particular week in July was traditionally booked by this Lutheran delegation. And this was the first time they had regathered at Silver Bay uh, following COVID. Oh, big time. And um, so, so what went from um, a a serene time with you know the noise of you know people enjoying a volleyball game or a tennis match oh, or boy. or you know some kids having fun went to convention this crowd convention <sighs> mode, yeah. Ooh. I mean, and nobody, no, but nobody was particularly, you know, offensive or anything like that. Uh, but this, uh, is, this is a good, that would be a good chance for you to practice your meditation and bring your attention to the stream and only the stream and just be there in the moment with all the ruckus. Yes. Yeah. That, that that, be a that's good, a good suggestion. A good exercise. But I just like to point a couple things out. About the uh, Lutheran delegation. Are we about to drag them right now? Uh, just a tiny bit. Oh, yeah. So they, they, they set up this, this registration table for people who are arriving. And, uh, you know, they painstakingly put down these tablecloths. And then they put these drink dispensers out. And uh, one was, uh, I think, water or iced tea. And the other one was lemonade. And uh, the signs said whatever the name of their organization was you know for the lutherans of america or whatever okay so like we kept we that's the way we would go in and out and so it's like oh that lemonade looks good but you know it's very clearly marked for the lutherans and rightfully so well well, well, well how christian is that they don't got enough for everybody. They're not Jesus where they could just create, you know, fish and wine out of nothing. You got to cut them some slack. <laughs> well, there it, it's very invention. funny. You were talking about having enough because I don't think that one Lutheran took one glass of that lemonade. Really? They you broke were down the full container. No, it I just ha- full? I just happened to go by. while yeah. And they were done. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess maybe. Uh, that, what about the iced tea? Uh, that, that, I think maybe a couple of people drank out of that. <sighs> they overestimate. Maybe they. Maybe Lutherans don't like that stuff. Maybe they should have had some soda or something. I I think that it, I think God intervened and said, if you're not going to share with everybody, my children. No, I don't like that. I I don't, I don't think that that's true. <laughs> that's their day. It's their organization. They don't need to share with anybody. 
Just like the uh, lady that was upset that her one of her baby daddies brought food for her, for his kid, but not the other kids that she had without him. No, no, no. I'm not bringing McDonald's for all the kids. I'm bringing McDonald's for the one that I created. And that's it. You're done. Well, good thing you're not a pastor. Good. Could never be a pastor. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? No, 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 no. Why the wouldn't Lutheran, well, why wouldn't want your organization to they're say they're not made of money? Lemonade on the Lutherans. Enjoy. Because not what the event the event wasn't to turn over regular people, you know, con- it wasn't a conversion event. It was a congregational event. I'm, assuming, I'm not saying right? it was a conversion. Event. Well, I'm saying why, then, why? then you would say, yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to, you know, it's for everybody. Cause you're trying to, you know, I'm talking get people about in Christian hospitality. Let me tell you this right now. You're at a bar, you're at a table, right? Mm-hmm. With your crew and somebody comes over and and grabs one of the a drink off the table like let's say you got one laying around or something you, you got an extra one you, you're gonna drink it next right like you got maybe you get two and you have one uh-huh. sitting there somebody comes over and grabs it what do you think what are you gonna do you're gonna be like oh yeah all, or you know you just do you walk in the bar and put your credit card down and say it's on me here jesus you're, said you're 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 comparing apples and oranges no 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 this is an event for them, <laughs> for themselves. They don't want you freaking, you know, regular old people, heathens coming by, putting your grubby little hands all over their cups and, you know, gorging yourselves with their freaking lemonade because then you're on a trail or whatever. So everybody's, you know, of course people are going to come by. Oh, yeah, I'm thirsty. I want some lemonade. And, you know, Sally comes by with 12 kids. Oh, yeah, I want lemonade. I want, And then there's none. There's none for the people that were there. We go to a park. Don't be giving out our stuff to people unless they come. Maybe somebody comes to go, hey, you know, you know, I'm not a Lutheran, but I'm really thirsty. Then you go, you know what? Sure, you can have some. But I'm not going to put up in a sign. It goes for everybody. I don't got a lemonade truck sitting out by the dam at the bottom of the hill. This okay. is ridiculous. All right, all right. There's a church of gritty. That is the church of real of, of realistic. This is the church of, of reality. They don't have an endless supply of lemonade and they're throwing an event for their congregation. I just, I just think that Christian organizations should do more things like saying lemonade you on the even, Lutherans. You even said to yourself, they haven't congregated since COVID. It's uh-huh. not about you. It's not about you. It's about <laughs> them. It's their event. Let them have their freaking lemonade. <laughs> you BYOB. Well, don't put it at the entrance then. It's it's not it's not the the park. They could they could have moved it over to the side. No, as soon as you walk through the door, there's the lemonade, there's the iced tea. You know, for somebody that's like so, then they're smiling. Hey, how you doing? You're good. You took the whole joint over. Oh, please! It's a whole trail. You know, the whole just miles. (laughs) So, okay. For somebody right. doesn't like, you know, censorship, being told what to do. You're really just dragging these Lutherans for something. It's just like you're telling them how to run their event now. Yes, I am. Ridiculous. I am. They caused too much trouble in the 1500s. It's time that someone. I don't know anything back. about that. I don't know anything about that. 
you could take it up with them on that. I don't know anything about that. What did they do? They stoned people, burned people. No, Martin Luther King uh, nailed his 109 theses to the door of the church. And then uh, the split in the church was off and running. I don't know anything about that. All I know it's, about is lemonade and iced tea. It's church history. Okay. So anyway, so dinner time, right? There are tons of groups represented at Wait, this We're resort. still talking about the Lutherans? They're still talking about the Lutherans dinner time we're trying to eat our meal in peace and they give the wrong guy the microphone hey, Ooh, wh- why does somebody have a mic uh, we're the lutheran we're gonna say grace together yeah and i don't like that so everybody had to listen and then you felt compelled to participate but we had already said our grace so you keep eating. Yeah, well, we basically did. Yeah. See, this I don't like. I agree with you on this. Don't be don't be, you know, taking over the show. Yeah. Yeah. They were that I don't like. It was like an army descended on us. You know what? We should have me and Justin here to ruin the prayer. <laughs> Let's pray. Everybody bow your heads. Justin, don't laugh and smirk. Father God, I thank you for this time with this group of people. I ask a blessing on Justin. I ask a blessing on Gritty. I ask a blessing on Mo. And I ask that you lift up Dre and that Lord bless Stephanie. So, Lord, uh, we look to you and we praise you this evening. And that, Lord, I, again, thank you for this time. So I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Joseph, can I tell you something before we go? Um, So you know your stickers, right? Yeah. Yo, they're cheap as hell. What? Because it's peeling off my Xbox. (laughs) Did you have to do that right after the prayer? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You put a sticker on your Xbox. Okay, no. Xbox. I have have an Emma Chamberlain sticker. No. I have an Chamberlain sticker and a Chamberlain sticker. This is insanity. Those two are arguing. He put it. Mo lights up a cigarette. You look. While we're still on the air. Been, these stickers have been here for a year plus. Your sticker just got here and it's peeling off. You put mine close to the radiator. Your sticker's peeling off. It's, it's, not gets, called a, it's not called a radiator. What are you talking about? Gazette. It's, it's, it's a it fan. Gets, it's a fan. It's hot. No, and no, no, it melts no. the glue. It's, it's right next to this one. No, it's right it's next, right to, next, the next to this one. Your sister's right next to it. Look at this one. Your stickers are cheap. Look at your sister. I want my money back. Your stickers suck. I would have ruined it. That would have been great. No, no, he can't ruin prayers. No. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's why I said me and Justin. Yeah. We could do that. That I don't like. Don't be taking over the show. Don't be monopolizing everybody's time. We already said grace. You, you could say grace yourself. Go take your lemonade and say grace on your own. Don't be taking a microphone. I agree. There we there we can agree. Okay. So uh, we did some nice reflections. Angie uh, did some nice reflections. 
we sat out on the porch and enjoyed the fresh air and the sunshine and the breeze. And uh, we went to communion service. And then uh, I went I went kayaking the last oh. day with Derek and, and Greg. Well, you I paddled. Rowing? Yeah, yeah, I paddled. Ugh. So right behind me is, you know, the water. And, and then the Lutherans come by in a massive boat and splash you with a wave. I think that I think they were th- I think they were thinking about it. <laughs> they come by on a cruise ship. <laughs> but once again, I figured out how I felt how out of shape I was paddling the the kayak. I don't like that. But I did take this uh, panoramic. Uh, Last time us. we went on a trip, and I, we had we had to do kayaking. It was a Justin was there. Uh huh. Fell right asleep. We had to take turns. You know, everybody on the boat. I fell right asleep. I did not. I did not paddle. Okay. You love your panoramic shots, huh? I do. This is beautiful. So uh, that's great. Dark. A, it's dark. It's a little dark out there, huh? Yeah, look, it looks a little dark. It's bright. Really. Looks like yeah. like it's the, almost the end of the day in this picture. No, I don't know how it's coming on your screen, but uh, to the left is Greg, and then to the right is Derek. And uh, I just love the, I love looking at the hills. It's beautiful. The surrounding it, the clouds, you know, or the white white billowy clouds were beautiful. It's amazing. Yes, and the air smelled so good up there. It really did. It's the first thing I noticed when I got out of that car. Wow. It just it smelled fresh. Uh, and, then, and then after uh, leaving Silver Bay, I uh, drove to the Berkshires. Right. And uh, uh, I stayed in a, a condo. And the condo had this feature. Uh, where uh, there was a sliding glass door with a sliding screen door, but there was no balcony. What? It was just like this gate to make sure people didn't fall out. Okay. And you were there I, by yourself? Yes. Okay. And I was saying to myself, what is this? This is the silliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Right. However, it's like a big open window. Well, it's like a sliding glass door, like that would go out onto a deck or a balcony. Maybe it's for smokers. Uh, well, there was no smoking allowed oh. uh, inside the complex. Um, but um, after after I had made fun of it in my mind, I proceeded to slide the coffee table in front of it. And to eat my dinner there two nights in a Gaze row, look, out. Yeah. looking out at the mountains. And I have uh, pictures of um, you made use of it. The view. Yes. And I, I actually thought really saw the value of having it. It wasn't quite a balcony, but you could still want, look out. And at yeah. night when the temperature got cool, it was a big enough opening that you could actually feel the cool air in the living room. Nice. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't silly like it wasn't I useless assumed it was right. 
So this is uh, one shot from the faux balcony. Wow. So I I really I really enjoyed looking at the the mountains and the, uh, the hill. Well, they're we call them mountains in the East Coast. So the mountains and uh, the distance. And uh, let's see if I can go to the next picture. Yeah, there we go. That's the sun after it's gone down. Okay. And uh, what's the next picture? And that was oh, like I like that. That was like in the morning. Beautiful. Yeah. So it was a great view. And it was in a great location. Right across the street was uh, uh, Stop and Shop Market. Oh, I would have loved that. Um, not a bad market. Um, I liked it. They had some. They had some. Uh, I bought this great loaf of bread. Uh, it was uh, an Italian loaf of bread, and you know the the crust was still floury, and uh, it made some good toast. It made some great sandwiches, and uh, so uh, from from here I drove to. Let's see. The first day I went to the Norman Rockwell Museum. You love museums. I do like museums. And uh, the reason I was going was that when I was a kid, my grandmother brought me to the Norman Rockwell Museum when it used to be in the house. And there was a painting on one of the walls of this woman and Norman Rockwell had painted over her. And was going to repaint her. But he died before he did that. So the woman's image was bleeding through the white paint that he had painted over her with. And they said that in 25 to 30 years that she should be fully visible. So I was going on the chance. And I really didn't think that they were going to have that painting out. And I was correct. Uh, the two people I talked to had no idea what I was talking about. You did say that. You said that happened. But she, they, they, they did give me a card for um, a longtime employee uh, that deals with the art. And uh, I've yet to send him an email and ask him about that painting. Oh, yeah. Hit him up. Yeah. I talked about this on my show like a month ago. Right. That you wanted to go check that out. But I'm glad I went to the museum. Right. Um, I did see a really good exhibit. And, you know, I got to see, you know, now that I, I wasn't looking at it through a child's eyes and looking at some of Norman Rockwell's paintings and like actually seeing his brushstrokes and the way they put together, he put together his paintings. It was it was really interesting. And uh, the exhibit that I they the traveling exhibit that I saw was called Impacted. Or in, is it impact? I keep forgetting the name of this, this exhibit. I can't keep it was in my it, head. Was it that memorable? Well, the exhibit was very good. It was very disturbing in the beginning oh, because really? it was Body it, parts? no, it was the way that uh, like African American people and a couple other races were depicted in art in print, uh, like in the eighteen hundreds and the early nineteen hundreds. I mean, some of it I just walked past because it was turning my stomach, mm. like like depicting black people as monkeys, things like that. But as you went back, 
this is what I appreciated about the exhibit. More and more art was painted by African-American people or people of color until you got to the last few sections of that gallery and all of it was painted by people of color. Got it. And it, 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 I mean, for me, it reflected going from despair to hope. And I think that was the value of the way that it was set up. Cool. And, uh, and I saw some, I saw some really good paintings and one in particular was called young Landau. And it was uh, Landau. It was his last name. Carissian from star Wars. And uh it was uh, uh, the artist, what the artist would picture that character as a young person. You took a picture of this? I did. Oh, well, here, I, I, can, I can find a picture for you. So, yeah, Billy D. Williams played uh, Landau Currency. Or Lando. It's not Landau. There you go. So the artist's name is Alec, Alex Bastic. And uh, that painting was, if I had to guess, was probably like five feet by three and a half feet or four feet. So, you know, looking at the image, this size doesn't invoke the same thing as it did when I saw it, but I I still really like this painting. I just really saw like the, uh, the, the same curiosity and, and, and intention to, figure it out that you know i notice in in young people you know like either at the church or young people that i've seen grow up Mm -hmm. and uh i just really appreciated this painting and it, it this painting was commissioned by george lucas oh and uh yeah so that's young young lando And it just makes me really curious what he's looking, looking down at, you know? Uh, no, I'm not curious at all about that. You're not? No. Are you using your imagination at all? No. I mean, I am right now, but not about the painting. Okay. What, what are you, <laughs> what are you using your imagination for? I don't want to say. Okay. Keep it private. Okay. That's private. So, <laughs> and then the next, then the next day, I went to the uh, National Shrine of Divine Mercy. Is that a Catholic thing? Yes, it sounds it. Nah, it sounds Catholic. My people. And uh, so I went to the. Uh, oh, I just drew a blank on the on what it's called. Not Vesper. Um, Novena, the Novena of Divine Mercy. And uh, this shrine uh, produced this video where they put the the chaplet of Divine Mercy to music. And like they they filmed people singing it. And it was a really great tune. And I really I really liked it. And you could it's on YouTube if you put in Chaplet of Divine Mercy. Um, So I've always wanted to go there. You know, when I realized it was just over the New York state border to 
Massachusetts. And the church is, is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it is a beautiful, beautiful church. Is it awe-inspiring? I, yeah, I would say so. Glass. Um, more, more of the art, you know, painted in, in the walls. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, like luminescent colors used, and uh, the grounds were okay. Uh, meh. meh, yeah. I mean, it was a long walk to from thing to thing. Um, I thought somebody was about to get beat up outside. Uh, and uh, you know, if people uh, are used, or, you know, have gone to. Uh, you know, these different um, retreat centers and, and shrines um, that I've decided that the word grotto means army of mosquitoes. I thought it was that thing in the Playboy Mansion. Um, well, it could be, but at like the Orangeville Grotto, I know of. like the Orangeville Shrine has a grotto and they had a grotto there. And it's like you go down. You, you you know it's a, it's a walk at a at a at a well, lower of element. Mosquitoes, it's all water. Right? Um. Well, at the Orangeville Shrine, there's a stream, but uh, there Isn't was no a grotto. Like what where water is? Like I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the definition of grotto is. When I see the one in the Playboy Mansion, it's like a pool, and it's like encased. It's like in uh, like a cave. No. Whenever I think of grotto, I think of like a pool in a cave. Okay. Am I bugging? Uh, grotto is a natural or artificial cave. Ah, cave. Human, humans in both modern times and antiquity. Yeah. There you go. I know a few things. Okay. Well, I don't... I can't think of the cave. So is, though necessarily doesn't have to be. There's no. They didn't say water had to be in there. That's just in the one I've seen. Yeah. Got it. So there was an artificial grotto down at the chap, uh, the shrine of divine mercy. And you were ravaged by mosquitoes. Yep. And then when I've gone down, um, at the original shrine, same thing. Seems like a place you need to wear your repellent. Yeah, we got a little deep woods off. Yeah. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise his name. I'm going to praise him with my deep woods off. I'm going to praise him. If he officially lost it, I'm going to have to do an outro now. Because see you next week because this man just lost his mind. He's breaking down to a praise dance. He's my rock. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify. My rock, my sword, my shield. On Apple. And make sure you listen to Gritty Knows Best. He's my wheel. Take him in the middle to a 5150 wheel. institution right now. He's I know go he'll never, never let me down. He's just the jewel that I have found. This is Hallelujah. Really Hallelujah. And we end the episode the same way every time. With a Wait, you're finishing it? Yeah, that'd be a good, good time to finish. Well, I didn't ask you this question. You smoked cigarettes before, right? Yes. So uh, the one thing I did on this trip that I forgot, I smoked a cigarette for the first time. I never smoked cigarettes ever. 
I only uh-huh. smoked cigars since I was like 19. Okay. So I finally decided to smoke one. I thought it was going to be great. I thought I was going to like it. I really never smoked them. I was like, oh, I'll like them too much, and then I won't be able to stop smoking them. The exact opposite happened. I smoked it, and I hated it. It just it felt like it felt horrible. I had my head hurt. It just I felt like gross inside. And I'm like, am I the only one? Like, what what is going on here? Why did this happen to me? My friend Clay is like, he, he was he was at, like making me. He was convincing me to smoke one for like two days. Cause I, I guess I, I had let it leak that I was thinking about it. And he was like, Oh no, you got to smoke. Like, it's great. You're going to look cool. What kind of cigarette cool. did he have you smoke? He gave me a Marlboro red, which I thought tasted good. The okay. taste wasn't the problem. It was, I got the little buzz, whatever. And then I just felt like trash. It's like, sometimes when I drink a soda, I feel like garbage now. And that's how I felt, but a little worse after the cigarette. And he said that everybody feels that way. You just have to keep smoking them until you don't until you get used to it. Until you get used and I'm to like, the, why the chemicals would I, going into your system. Yeah, and I'm like, why would I yeah. want to get used to that? It sounds horrible. Yeah. They, they put but all, I was disappointed. They put all kinds of junk in cigarettes now. Cigars are way superior. You still get the nicotine, especially if you get a good one. I mean, you'll be I remember one time I had too much nicotine, I almost vomited. Oh, really? Because I was going I was going too crazy. Almost vomited right in the cigar place. Oh, wow. The guy was like, oh, yeah, you like cigars? I've seen you here. Why don't you try one a little stronger? I was like, almost like, Ugh. I think I was puffing it way too fast, too much. But you still get the nicotine. It tastes better. It's a better experience. Cigars is superior. But I was disappointed because I thought I would like it, and I thought I would smoke. I thought I was going to become a big smoker. I thought I was going to two packs a day. Didn't happen. I guess it's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a good thing because... You know, smoking is really a nasty habit. Um, it does horrible things to the body. I'm glad I stopped smoking. But when you first smoked a cigarette, you didn't feel that way? Or you did? You just didn't care? Um, I, I really didn't feel that way. I, but like I started smoking in the 80s. Uh-huh. And I don't know that they were putting the same kinds of stuff in the cigarettes. Right. I mean, they, they, maybe they were, uh, you know, I was younger fiberglass. Well, that's in, um, menthol menthol. I didn't have a menthol, but, uh, like I stopped smoking on American spirit. That's what my other friend was smoking. I was thinking about smoking that one too, but I didn't, you know, supposedly there's nothing added to that. I probably should have had that one instead. And, and, and so I've been told that and I think uh, American Spirit is actually tobacco. Right. I believe a Marlboro is shredded paper soaked in like tobacco juice. Oh, so I would probably do better with American. That's Spirit. what that's what I that's what people said. I should have did that. But uh, I would just stick with not smoking. I smoke, but not every day. You know, if I had a chance, I would try to smoke a Dumouriez. What is that? It's a Canadian cigarette. Yeah. And I used to take a yearly trip up to Montreal, and I really enjoyed smoking Dumouriez cigarettes. And I probably would take a couple puffs and just put it out. Um, But my curiosity is what I feel as when I get the same kind of 
feeling of comfort that I got smoking the Dumouriers. When did you get those? In the past. How do you spell it? Uh, D U and then capital M. I think it's E U R E R, something like that. Okay. Okay, I see them. Red Red Box. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder if you can get them on eBay. You can't. You can't. You can't buy them on the internet. What? what kind of crap is that? Because the, the because there's um, the United States changed the laws at one point. Because I used to be able to buy a box of Dumouriez at uh, Orion here in Schenectady, and Orion has always been known as you know the head shop. Okay. Um, and then all of a sudden they disappeared. And so I didn't think much of it. Like, oh, maybe they couldn't get them in. But one time I walked in, this was a while back. I mean, this is like over 10 years ago. Um, I said, you know, you used to have Dumouriez cigarettes here. And she goes, oh, yeah, we did. Uh, the, the, they changed the laws. Like, they, 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 like, the way I remember it is they put like this, uh, like this overhead of of like this very stringent liability uh-huh on anyone who would sell uh imported cigarettes and so like nobody wanted to take the chance to sell them got it um that's whack yeah let's go to canada because canadian cigarettes um or just generally better than American cigarettes. And like when, when you still could smoke in the bars, you would like walk in and like, you know, like when, I don't know if you smoke billowing everywhere. Well, there was a lot of smoke, but it was different than walking into a smoky bar in the United States. Like there was actually like this woody smell to it. It was more, more of an inviting smell than, you would smell in a, in, a, in a smoky American bar, basically. Okay. Um, it had a distinct, a distinct, different smell to it, and I always enjoyed that. You know, like you'd roll into town, my friend and I would go start at the same bar every time. But the first thing we do is buy Canadian cigarettes, and then go. And then th- this bar had um, uh, the front of it would would the the doors the window slided. So the front of the bar was open to the street. So you, when you were approaching the bar, you would smell that smoky mm-hmm. smell. And then you would go in and, you know, we'd have Canadian beer and uh, which was always a treat at the time, you know, it was, uh, more alcohol content to it and smoke, you know, the Canadian cigarettes and yeah. Have a good time. It was a good time. Right. Then you used to enjoy the food. And then we would go to uh, there's a store uh, called Cahos. And uh, I don't even know if they're still open in this area, but they generated out of the out of the city of Cahos, which is near Albany and Troy. Uh, but there was a store called Cahos and there was a Cahos up in Montreal. So we would go to the same week every every year and they would have this big sale. So things were like. 40, 50, 60% off 
And at that time, you got more Canadian dollars with your dollar. Right. Like, and so we would walk out of there with like armfuls, it, like $250 worth of clothes for like a hundred bucks. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a it was a fun trip. You need to go back to Canada. I don't got my passport though, so I've always wanted to go back. I can't go right now. But I, I know it's. Passport. I don't know if I, you know, going to enjoy it with as much zeal as I did 20, 25 years ago. You well, know? now you could do old man stuff. Go see Niagara Falls. You could go to this special diner. You know, you can go to a bocce court. You know. <laughs> Smoke your little do more yard at a bocce court, talking to all the other old guys. Yeah, drink uh, you don't drink, but you know, drink a cough, drink an espresso, and me and Mo go to the strip club. Oh yeah, they're they're well, you would you would have a good time. Yeah, yeah, me and Mo go there, and you do your thing. We got to get our passports. So I don't think Mo has it either. Yeah, you gotta get your passport. Let's go to Canada. We'll do a Canada a Canada show. Okay. Yeah. Gritty knows best. No name yet. Podcast international. <laughs> there you go. Stay tuned. Well, you know, now, now we've got the Albany international airport here in, in, in our area. Cause they have flights to go to Canada now. Do they? Yes. Is that the closest airport to me? No, Syracuse, right? Syracuse. Yep. Yeah. Got to fly out of there. Oh, so, God, we're going to fly. Oh, so there's, so there's this church. In Montreal. And uh, when you walk in it, like if you walk down along the side of the church, you know, the one side of the, the sanctuary. Right. There's like these like. Like niches off of. The church and there's there's crypts. Like like the gang. Is no, like crypts? like no actual crypts with bodies in them. Oh, crypt. Yeah, like a crypt. Okay. Yeah, you're saying like the gang is outside. No, no. You say what do they do in there? And and like on on the um, like these these are you know uh, preserved martyrs of the church, right? And on the walls they have depicted like these people getting killed and scalped by native native people and that was fun. And, and it's. It is one of the creepiest churches I've ever been in in my life. And this is in Canada? Yes. Oh, we got to go. We got to go. This sounds fun. Yeah. We talking three days, four days? What? You got to stay at least spend three. Spend up there? Yeah. yeah you got to so do at least, at least three. three. Yeah. We go home on the fourth. And, uh, well, if we were going to go for like three or four days, we'd have to go up to the biodome. What is that? Like we're a bunch of plants? Well, it's it's kind of like a zoo, but there are plants. I too. love zoos. And the animals? Uh, yeah, they, they have some the animals. I don't know. I can't remember what the only thing I remember are the penguins and the sturgeon. Yeah, oh, we gotta go. I like the I like the penguins. So you gotta see the sturgeon. What is that? I don't know what that is. It is the Produce? ugliest, most frightening fish I've ever seen in oh, my life. Fish. Well, don't show me yet. Yeah. I want to be surprised. No, I saw this fish in, in, in and there's sturgeon in the St. Lawrence River. And, uh, you know, I know people go up in vacation in the Thousand Islands in the area like that. There is absolutely no way. 
that I would go swimming in the St. Lawrence River. I didn't even know if people swim in it with those fish, knowing that there was those there could be fish. a sturgeon. Did they bite there. you? I mean, they could. Just, I don't know if they ugly. do. You just saying they're hideous. Oh, they're hideous and huge. <laughs> do you have your passport? Yes. All right. So got to get mine. We're going to Canada. All right. I will it. I don't know if Mo has his. We got to we got to talk to him. I don't think he does. No, no. Why would he get one? I don't know. You know, he's always going somewhere. So, yeah, I listened to Mo uh, talk about, you know, the new apartment and that. Yeah. What do you think of that? I, I thought it was a good show. You know, the one thing I wanted to point out about it is at some point in the show that you referred to Mo as looking like Ray Charles on heroin. Because he did, especially in the pre-show, because when we were getting ready, he was just like this. And I was like, what are you doing? Are you going to sleep? We're about to start. Well, you made reference to his glasses. Yeah, he looked like Ray Charles on heroin. So what was that any different than me introducing you? Because as he looking like really, Mickey Mouse because on he heroin. really looked like that. I mean, and then, you, and then you throw the blind thing at me. Well, because I can say that then we're both blind. <laughs> You're not a blindy. <laughs> You're not one of us. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. All right. Are we ready to wrap this up? You tell me. I'm here. Are we really at an hour and a half? I don't know. Well, let me let me stretch it more because I have to ask you a question. (laughs) What? I have a question for you. So let's say you see a guy on the street, right? Uh Uh-huh. With a shovel, walking around with a shovel. Okay. And you you ask him, like, hey, are you going to bury a body as a joke? Would you be more concerned if he acted, if he reacted in a flustered manner, like, oh, you know, no. Or if he came back dead, you know, like with a straight response, dead serious, no laughter, but like a straight response, like a straight answer right off the bat. Like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing yard work. Would you be more concerned that he was a killer if he was more flustered? Or a straight excuse off the bat or a straight reason off the bat. Would I be more suspicious? Yeah. Nervous. Nervous. Mm-hmm. See, I was thinking the ex- the excuse off the bat. <clears throat> because I met a man on the street <laughs> the other day. He met uh-huh. he, he came up to me. I was going to the Chinese restaurant. That was another thing. He stopped me and he says, I like your shoes. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, you know, how much were they? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember. I got them, blah, blah, blah. Guy got a shovel in his hand, right? And he yelled at me from across the the way. He was like, hey, I like your shoes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And he's like coming up to me to ask me questions about them. So he has the shovel. I'm like, would you just come back from burying a body? And he didn't even laugh, nothing. He just was like, stood there for a second. He's like, now I'm planting trees. He's like, I work for a tree place. You need like, if you ever need anything, like, let us know. And then he's like, oh, you going in there? And I was like, yeah, the Chinese place. He goes, all right, all right, be safe. And I'm like, that man is probably a killer. <laughs> he's way too serious. It sounds like you offended him. Yeah, it's a, it was a joke. I didn't, I mean, I didn't say. Like, <laughs> some people don't have a sense of humor. 
No, no, no. That's not like if I saw a man, you know, buy a park or something. And I was like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, you know, watching kids at the park? <laughs> like, that would be crazy. You can't do that. You can't be, you know, you can't say that. Like, you're accusing the guy of being a pedo. But, uh, you know, it was like, oh, you're burying a body. I mean, the guy's walking down the freaking avenue with a huge shovel. And I'm not supposed to look a little concerned. It's not the farm. You don't see a guy walking around with a shovel every day in the middle, in, in the city. It's not, you know, Birmingham, Maybe he was Alabama. Trees. He probably was, but it just struck his, his response and his demeanor after that struck me as odd. And then he goes, are you going in there? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, all right, be safe. And I'm like, is that like a be safe? Cause you're going to smack me in the back of the head when I turn <laughs> around and then bury me. I was a little concerned, but he was a nice man. How do you know he was a nice man? He could be a serious. He was nice killer. to me. Okay. Maybe he's stalking me now. Do you he might your, be. Do you check your balcony every night? Yeah, he's not gonna climb. He might. I mean, he he, you, he might be. Bottom. How do you know? I don't know, but all I know is it was a little crazy. He seems resourceful. He already had his shovel ready. My man was out there with a shovel at like three in the afternoon. I was like, "What are you doing?" He so you serious. answer me this question. Would you be more concerned if the guy walked up to you with the shovel and said, gave you an excuse flat out or responded nervously or threw the, the shovel over his shoulder and came up to you and started singing, I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. I think he's probably, he's probably smoking meth. Start, started dancing with the shovel. And it wasn't that he had an excuse off the bat. It was just that, like, just the, his serious demeanor was was a little troubling. He's like, oh, no, I'm playing trees. Like, if I did offend him or something. I think you offended him. That's what concerned me. was like, why? Like, you're that serious? Like, it was kind of ser- too serious. Because you paid no attention to his Amtrak uniform. <clears throat> because he was track. working on the railroad. No, he was telling me he worked for like a private company. I think he was he working work for, on the railroad. He didn't work for Amtrak or nothing. He said, I work for so-and-so playing trees. It wasn't Amtrak. All right. We cr- end the creepy. episode the same way every time with a prayer. Pray to man doesn't come kill me. All right. And bury me. Let us pray. And Father God, we thank you for another episode of the No Name Yet podcast. And that, Lord, I ask that you watch over Gritty, that you protect him from any harm or danger, and that you continue to be with him. And that, God, I continue to pray that God, that, that Gritty reach the goals that he set for himself, that we ask a blessing on each and every person that listens to the No Name Yet podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. Make sure you come to the Green Nose Best Podcast next week because it's going to be our 100th episode. Big day. Very special. After that, we're going on break. We're going to release the schedule very soon. But as so everybody knows, September 23rd is the game show. So you got a ways to go, but there's content before that. So don't worry. All right. And where can people... See and listen to the known or the Gritty Knows Best podcast. Search up Gritty Knows Best on YouTube and on Spotify and Apple or wherever you if you listen to Am, uh, Amazon podcast, which I don't think anybody does. But if you listen, I, I actually we're not on there, so don't. But everywhere else we're there. 
All right. And uh, we uh, always give uh, a viewer's warning that. Uh, oh, yeah. Watch or listen at your own risk. If you were squeamish Rated at, R to X. If you were squeamish at any point in this episode, <laughs> forget it. Don't even bother. Don't even come. All right. Good night. <laughs>